Morning, everybody. Um, well, I, th- I was going to start by saying thanks for all um, all your support. I do appreciate it. It's lovely. Um, I'm going to hope the, the little snafu we had was just a genuine misunderstanding. And I've got to say, from my point of view, I could totally see how I could have come across wrong. And if I came across wrong, I, I apologise. It was never my intention. Uh, but I don't want to dwell on the subject. So we're just going to just, fingers crossed, everything's going to be cool. And I'm just going to move on. So anyway, Sunday Q&A. There we go. Uh, firstly, a couple of shout-outs. Um, oh, by the way, before we even start, I had a 1,000 subscribers. Thanks, guys. It's brilliant. I have absolutely no idea what it means. I imagine it probably means very little, but every little helps, as they say. So I'll let you know how it goes. But, um, yeah, thanks. I woke up this morning, 1,001. Cheers. Right, so, shout-outs. Um, ben Burgess at Ben Burgess Transport. Did a job for us. Brilliant. Oh, I think you've done some doors for Alan. Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. Job well done. And Farouk in Luton. Who is a guy who reads me out from time to time, and bless him, I'm always, oh, I'm always quoting or driving or running, and I'm very sometimes I just don't get the time to talk to people. But I freak, cheers, mate. I think he's doing all right. So, right, first one, um, insurance. Now, Darren Perrin says, right, insurance. Now, I did this last Sunday, and then the very next day, Victor Charlie right, asked me what kind of insurance. So I'm going to do a video which is basically, blatantly, well, it was basically. Um, saying that, well, the, the exchange used BCD, uh, Business Choice Direct, and I'll just do just a little one about, you know, just names and phone numbers. Uh, you don't have to use them. Uh, I would say give them a ring, give them a quote. I believe they're very competitive. Um, but, you know, just because you, you could get two or three quotes might work for you, might not. The only thing about Business Choice Direct, other than all of the other insurance people, is they will give you a break because you're to do with the exchange. So if you ring them up and you mention the exchange, you mention them on my videos, it kind of gives you a little bit of an edge, maybe. So if you want to try it, I would like to say I'll do a little video just because, and that way everyone's got something to refer to. Um, Darren Perry makes the point. He says, you know, there's two kinds you need. You either need um, light haulage, or you, you need goods in transit insurance. That one you definitely need. Uh, but separately, that's for just the stuff in the back. But for actually driving, you either need light haulage or hire and reward. Um, light haulage <clears throat> often comes out a lot cheaper than high reward. For me, it didn't make an awful lot of difference, but for some people it does. The idea is light haulage is for people that are, say, maybe you're picking up a pallet in London and moving it to Manchester. High reward is much more your Amazon multi-drop, you know, 30, 40 drops a day. So even if you've got four drops on, you kind of are still light haulage. But um, I would get quotes on both, and I would say if there's not a lot of difference in the two, maybe go for the higher and reward just because it gives you that extra bit of cover but like i say and i'm gonna say this now <laughs> finally this is just my opinion this is just what i've learned in the last 10 months and if anybody knows any better and i'm sure there are a lot of people out there that know an awful lot better than me if they care to comment and leave for the comments and educate me i'll be very grateful and i'll happily pass it on so uh yeah that's the thing so i'll do something i'll, I'll do something on bcd just so you know where it stands um on the A to B but not C thing, uh, Scott Scott made a good Scott Price made a good point. He says um, it's a favour, not an expectation, and I think it, it depends on every different circumstance. I mean, I personally, like I said in the last one, if you can do C, if you can get there, and you can, you know, the guy says, "Can you just move this around here?" I always say when I deliver stuff, I'll put it wherever you want me. Where do you want it? 
I did. I used to do the multi drop with the flowers, and they say to the lady, "Can you put it in the back? Can you put it over here?" And I said, "Yep." Yeah. I said, "Look, you tell me where you want it. That's where I'll put it." Because you want to come across good, and you want to get good feedback. And I mean, I've had people turn around to me and go, "Oh, you're so much better than the other guys. They normally just sling it through the door." I had one guy once while I was delivering the fridges, um, and I said. You know, knocked on the door gently and said, um, "Hello, sir. I've got a delivery for you." He was flabbergasted. He said, "I've normally got." He said, "A Lewis's turn up." There's a geezer banging on the shutter, going, "Where do you want it, mate?" It's not the way to do it. You know, I keep saying, "Be polite, do the job, do the job well. You'll get decent feedback and you'll get more work." It's kind of, and we kind of, you know, we're representing people here. We, you know, this is a, it's a trade, a profession. It'd be nice if we actually come across well. I think so. If you can, well, if you can, it's, it doesn't take much just to be polite. But, but then, like Davy in Wonderland makes a point. He said, I had seven hoarding signs uh, to deliver to a, to a pub. He said, and at first, one of the guys was giving him a hand, moving the signs out. He said, then he disappeared. And, um, and then the, 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 the landlord come to the pub and said, just stick them over there. And he's like, they're heavy. I, can't, I need some help here. You've got man with, you know, you've got me in the van. And I think it, it does depend on the customer and how they behave. I mean, my mate Dave, the taxi driver, he says, little old girls always get to see. He said, a sanctimonious, no one say the second word, don't. So I think you've got to use a bit of common sense. I think if you can, you know, if you can help, you do help. If they're being a bit awkward, then you can go, well, mate, give, me, give and take here, like, you know, so, but it depends. Every situation's different, so. <coughs> what else we got here? Ah, um, oh, yes, helpful advice from me and the shipper. He's another one of my guys who, well, he's my guy who, who, who knows who's, who's infinitely way beyond me and knows all this stuff. Uh, he said, made a point about going abroad. Because uh, I don't know about the toll roads and stuff like that. I've, I've never been abroad, and um, I guess maybe one day I would. I heard maybe from somebody that if you go abroad, best to hit like the north north part, Paris, Brussels, Germany, because that's where most of the manufacturing is. That's where you've got more chance of getting a job coming back out of it. But I'm always frightened of the toll roads, particularly as my mate Lee once he um, he did a removal down to Spain, and he said it was ridiculous. So we want to go there quick, and I'm just going, toll, 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 toll. He said, by the time I got, they paid him good money for the job. He said, by the time I got the end of it, I think I'd done it all in diesel and tolls. Scares me. Um, and he said, but if you go to Google Maps, go to settings, and then go to navigation, and click in avoid tolls, he says they'll give you a route where you can drive without the toll roads. I mean, how long it's going to take you? There's a robin over there. Oh. It's like Christmas. Um, how long it's going to take you, I don't know. But um, that would be one way. So if you're going to quote a job, you can, I suppose you get the price of the ferry and click in avoid tolls. But like I say, anyone who does international shipping, if you want to leave me a comment, and I'll happily pass it on. Um, Martin Smith said about running at weekends and running part-time. Not a lot happens at weekends because the guys we tend to work for tend to be 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Airports happen at weekends. Um, so you might, but airport jobs can be a pain and they require two forms of ID or they require company ID, which I still haven't got my head around because that just is, is a, a laminated card with your name and your address on, which you can buy off the internet and it has absolutely, any, you can write anything you want on it, but they still require company ID. The other thing I don't understand about company ID is if you're we're representing someone else's company, so you're going in of City Sprint or you're going in for HBC, but it says on your company ID Van Gogh. And it's like, well, that's a different company. But I spoke, I spoke to a lady about this. I said, well, that means I'm going to have to show the wrong ID. She said, oh, they don't care. They, they, they know it happens anyway. But, yeah, so 
uh, so you will get some um, airport jobs at weekends. And um, I mean, you can do. There was one guy said yesterday said running at weekends is someone my second job already. It can happen. Um, the, the problem I always have is like, particularly if you're going to take a distance job. So, say for example, you're in London and you take a job up to Manchester, and if you can't get a job back, you're going to do all them dead miles. Maybe little jobs. I've done them before where they've run me up on a Saturday morning and said, "Can you pick up from Luton and take it around to Heathrow?" And I'm going, "Yeah, seventy quid. I'll come back from Heathrow empty, but it's not a big deal. It's, you know, what, twenty, thirty miles, and you get yourself a bit, a bit of money for the weekend. That's nice. Sometimes I get ones out of um, some end user jobs. I get up from where, where I park the van, taking into central London on a Saturday." That's quite nice, but um, yeah. So, but as for running at weekends, uh, running part time certainly. I mean, if you've got a job that finishes, if you want to run in the afternoon, or if you've got an afternoon job and you want to do a job every morning, that could work for you. You know, particularly in the morning, it's probably the busiest time. I think is between about eight o'clock in the morning. You get a lot of jobs being up between eight and nine. You could always do one and then go to work afterwards if you could do that seven days a week, supplement your income. See no reason why not. You know, but. Um, Right, so get on. Hang on. Yeah, paper PIDs. Um, it is a thing. You know, the idea that, you know, wouldn't it be lovely to go paperless? I mean, theoretically, we've now got the digital thing, so you can do the scan. I recommend the scan over the photograph. Um, either do both for the POD, photograph it and scan it, or do the scan if the, per the people you're working for uh, are happy with that one. Photograph is good to photograph the goods. Um, you can say, well, you know, I take a photograph. I've done it before. I've had to drop to Euston Station and there was no one there, so you photograph the goods because that's what the customer required and send it over um, but now we find ourselves in a situation where we're supposed to be paperless so you've got the digital and you've got to do the paper bit as Rumbatter 10 says I've just renewed my mortgage um, online that was 90 grand <laughs> so you know I didn't even have to do a bit of paper for that um, I'm sorry about Lloyd Joe sorry about this um, yeah so it would be nice to go digital but then again as AA Van says he says it's it's a dream. It is a dream at the moment. You know, I'm dreaming if I think I can go paperless, because if from a shipper's point of view, from his point of view, if his customer requires it, they're not going to pay him unless he's got that paper POD. So it, it might be a dream, maybe off in the far distant future. I don't know. But at the moment, it's not paperless. We do need the paper POD. So make sure you get them. To, make sure you get the originals, get them signed, get them back to the shipper if they require it, because they need it. Because for them. As I, I assume, this is the way it works. If they haven't got it, then they can't. Then their customer won't pay them, and if their customer pay it doesn't pay them, it they won't pay you. So at the moment, nice, 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 nice. It would be we're not in a paperless system. Those paper to PODs for certain people very important. So and if they're important, they need them back. You make sure you get them back. Now gold dust is like the, the the golden ticket for the um, chocolate factory. You just make sure that goes back in. I think. Um, what else have we got now? Michael Evans has joined in South Wales. He said there are long wheelbase jobs going in South Wales for 50p a mile. Well, that's too cheap. I mean, small van is, should be worth more than 50p a mile. I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I've, I've got jobs myself out of Wales, Port Talbot, Bristol, for, you know, on a long wheelbase, you should be getting about a pound a mile. I'd like to hope and 90p a mile is incredibly competitive. Why these jobs are going for 50p a mile. But if you do the maths on it, 
if you go if it's going to long wheelbase it's probably costing you 20 25p a mile just to run it so if you run there and you run back empty you've done the job for nothing and as again my mate dave the taxi driver always said there's plenty of work for those that are going to work for nothing you can't work for nothing. You've got to earn a living, you know. So, I mate, I just hope you think I would keep quoting, but I wouldn't quote fifty p a mile. You've got to make a living. So, um, I just hope things improve for you. Maybe you get a few jobs. Maybe as a result, of which people like you, they ring you directly. That's that's nice when that happens. Uh, Sparky Corrigan says he wants to start his own business. Is considering business cards and a branded van. <coughs> the thing is, when you're running on the CX, you're representing the people that hire you. So, if City Sprint hire you, when you go in, you say, I am from City Sprint. So, as far as anyone's concerned, their customer is concerned, they're from City Sprint. You're from City Sprint. If you've got a van that says Sparky Corrigan Removals all over the side of it, you're not from City Sprint, are you? I mean, you can get sign written vans if they're higher vans. Say, for you can turn around and, and say, well... Um, Oh, one of our usual fleet has broken down or we've borrowed this van or we've just bought this van and we're ready to have it done up or something like that. But ideally, you want a plain white van. And as for business cards, it's a big no-no. It's considered poaching. And you can see why if someone's built up a little business and they um, they want to send you in there and uh, then you go and give them a card, try and nick their customers. I wouldn't take too kindly to that. I can't see anybody would. Having said that, there's nothing wrong with you getting business cards printed and then on your day off or when you finish work, go and finding a trading estate, find people that you haven't delivered to, go around, hand the cards out, say, can I speak to your uh, distribution manager? Who do you use? I'm local, I'm good, I'm cheap, please consider me. There's nothing wrong with doing that. You can't, there's, there's nothing wrong with you wanting to build your own business in addition to running on a CX. And of course, you can always use CX for Mac loads. But as for giving cards out when you get there, that's a big no-no. Do that and they find out, they'll kick you off. Because, you know, you're, you're endangering their customers, you're enjoying their, their trade. So that one we don't do. But ideally, you want a plain van. And maybe one day when you get your own end users, then maybe you can get your own right and just do the jobs for them, like I say. So, uh, Rob Hunt. A Mercedes Sprinter is willing to tramp. Is it a good van to buy? I love Sprinters. Um, I we used to have, when we was in the market, my dad would have a Transit, and then I had a Sprinter, and then one day the Sprinter, well, something went wrong with it, and it went into limp mode, or as I called it, transit mode, because a Sprinter in limp mode drives like a Transit. I mean, transits are workhorses. They go on and on and on. The parts are available. The parts are cheap. They've got a double wheelbase on the back, which is kind of means I don't quite know it kind of distributes the weight better so theoretically you you could carry more but because you've got a double wheelbase in the back it weighs more because you've got two extra tyres which are heavier and some more excellent and stuff like that I personally from the point of view of comfort 